0: Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the B-H-O underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce.
1: Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the slay and try to stay alive. The next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear up the unsuspecting guests, in which deliver their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In his bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is Within the bearings.
0: host Dean. And we're back for our first episode with Damien. Um, I'm always awful with Maffei, last names. I'm so awful with last name so so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got told off
2: by the producer of mutilated too because yeah, he was playing yeah, yeah. yeah, Mafia and he was like <laughs> Dean, Mafai. that was you. <laughs> That's okay.
0: But uh, that yeah we're me. back after the new year um doing our first interview of the year with Damien so we're gonna be slashing all the way through this show with talking to Damien about works that he's doing now and works that he did previous with Haunt. I'm dreaming of a white doomsday, which I love that movie so much. Dean is a huge haunt fan. Also oh, Strangers yeah. Pray at Night and a bunch of other things. So Damien, thank you so much for taking the time out of everything else that you're doing to come over here and chat with us.
1: You got it. Thanks for having me on. Seriously, it's uh it's an honor and the first of the year wow that's uh dude that's that's pretty
0: good yeah you're breaking it wide open Uh, i mean we've done a couple of trailer reactions but i don't really count those as episodes or anything like that so it's it's fun to be back here in the battle station scene and guests and, and just talking horror and a bunch of crazy things so um before we jump into everything uh how was your new year and how was your holidays
1: it was alright. Um, I tend to uh, try to let's see. I think I didn't know it was New Year's Eve until like probably like six p.m. Uh, <laughs> um, back in my my youth, uh, I really disliked New Year's Eve because it was um, it was a lot of pressure to. You know, be going out and, and yeah. partying and, and being with people and celebrating the thing. And it was like, you know, a nerd, I don't have any friends or something or whatever. It was like nothing you were doing was good enough because there was always something cooler was going on. And then, so it was like, I dreaded, I dreaded it coming. And uh, I always felt like, you know, it was depressing or whatever, like home with my parents or something. But, um, yeah, now I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, I'm kind you of know. the same way. Um, I'm 29, going to be 30 this year, and I don't really care about the new you're year. baby, man. It's it's just another you day. Are... It's just another day,
1: you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then I found out like, Thanksgiving Eve is the biggest party night of the year. That was years ago. But uh, so was oh, like yeah. pressure. You got to go up then, or you're not doing it at all. So, yeah, give me a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well but, yeah, so uh New Year's <laughs> Eve I, I didn't find out until um the evening. Uh so then uh, yeah, I didn't do much. I got kids. So um uh, so when you home. saw the
2: fireworks and you were like, Why well, is there fireworks in the sky? And they're like, Well it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> New Year's Day. All right, okay, <laughs> happy new year.
1: <laughs> uh so yeah, you know, just try to uh entertain the kids kids are like me they're up all night so yeah. you know it's not like they'll be asleep by nine um but yeah you know and then just back back to work back to filming things and whatnot so
0: yeah and you're very active which is really really cool to see all these other projects you've been doing i mean you're you're mainly the the, the guy who loves to kill <laughs> you know um but you've done a couple of um offshoot ones like i'm dreaming of a white doomsday and stuff like that. Right. But um I always like to kind of go back and, and talk about how everything happened. How you how our guests, you know, kind of became where they are today. So with acting, where did it begin? Was it when you were younger that you were intrigued on doing stuff like this or was there something else?
1: Uh yeah, I guess, you know, but my, my mother was a big um she was a big movie fan, big theater fan. And uh, she had a wide variety of of taste so she would watch horror movies um I, yeah i mean I, I guess you know i discovered watching movies that i would kind of put myself in in, in movies that i was watching and um i was always a, good at reading i was always the best reader in the class um so yeah it was uh i guess in high school i took an acting class Acting class. (laughs) Um, Part of that was that you had to audition for the school musical. It's a requirement. So I auditioned for Annie. Oh, nice. And I got part of Cordell Hull and Annie, which is uh, one of the cabinet members, the president, a very small role. And uh, so I I didn't do it. So I was playing sports. So I mean it was a small role <laughs> I'm <not joking>. yes. <laughs> uh, yeah so i didn't do it and then i i took you know whatever the next class was the the next year um it was a thing it was like you had to audition for the school musical but there was like no penalty for turning down the part yeah. um but they were doing little shop of horrors next year and i uh i i auditioned and um everyone was saying you're going to get the dentist but she cast me as uh the voice of audrey too the the plant oh yeah i mean that's a a pretty uh, big role too yeah 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 it's it's not on stage not like that was like my first foray into being a part of the production but not being seen um so yeah yeah i did it i did it and that was uh that was the beginning of, of something there um I really I really fell in love with it and that is also interesting too because uh that's where I met uh one of my closest friends uh, Brian James Fitzpatrick um who wrote uh the movie dark circles which yeah. um we, we uh, and he was the puppeteer of the plants like he was the one making well, that's awesome the lips move uh you know as I was singing or saying, feed me, and <laughs> that's, so, yeah, that's where it started. And then, I, uh, you know, after high school, I did a couple more plays in high school and did Fiddler on the Roof and Once Upon a Mattress. Um, and then I went to uh community college, as did Brian, so we did a bunch of shows there. And then I went to acting school in uh, New York City, and then and that was just you know, success and Hollywood, Hollywood. And hot tubs, <laughs> yeah. and lim- Hell yeah. and just like. Pain for breakfast obviously so. just like that Weezer song Beverly Hills yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, the second I got back in school it's just, just money yeah. being thrown
2: at you yeah. oh, brilliant that's awesome I need to need a job like that <laughs> I watched the trailer for Dark <laughs> Circles earlier on actually and um, it's great man where are you guys at with that project I know it's Felisa Rose um, and it's directed by Hannah and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this wrong Fearman
1: fearman from vhs yeah, that's right that's right it's santa fearman yeah yeah um, um and you, well, you that, produced it as well right i did, did that produce- was um that was so that was uh an idea that i came up with decades ago now oh wow used to say yeah. years ago it's decades ago now um right. so it's it's uh it's about this peeping tom who really can't control himself and i was uh I grew up on Long Island in New York, very suburban. And I, I was always a night owl. So I would walk the dog at like one in the morning. I had this, you know, big boxer and he was, you know, uh, you know, wonderful animal, but uh held a bodyguard. Um yeah. so I don't like, you know, you'd walk the dog there and people would be like going about, you know, their lives at like one in the morning or, or something, like watching TV and like you know i'm just on the sidewalk the dog's doing his thing and I, i'm looking in the windows I'm going, oh my god like, <laughs> um but it made me start thinking about that and at the time i was in a, a punk band um called the new york rippers and yeah, um, just... a song called uh, voyeurism okay and uh just kind of, I was always like, ah, I've never seen this concept in a movie. Even the movie Peeping Tom isn't really about mm-hmm. Peeping Tom. Yeah. Um, so you know, like George McFly in Back to the Future was like the only Peeping Tom I'd seen, or like Porky's or something. Oh yeah. Uh, but Ooh. never you know about that, and uh, I always wanted to see it. And a couple of people took a crack at, at, at writing it, but I was never, I was never feeling it. And then Brian, my friend there, he. Uh, he was like i want to do it uh he did and i was like this is incredible this is uh far beyond what i ever imagined so he wrote that that was probably like 2013 um, he wrote that and uh so we we we, we tried to get it done uh, um in fact we had a kickstarter for that then yeah i, that um, yeah, I remember saying uh, that it failed miserably. But this is in two thousand thirteen or fourteen we had a Kickstarter. So it was like our friends had just did a movie called Starry Eyes. Our friends oh, that's uh, so good how that movie. So good. Yeah, it's great. And they just they had just done a Kickstarter for Starry Eyes. Um and they raised yeah. fifty two thousand dollars, remember. Uh and it was like, oh you know, and then they were off doing Starry Eyes. It was like these guys who, you know, we all worked at the same bookstore, B. Dalton. On long island me and brian oh, and wow. dennis and kevin um so you know we were all you know very good friends and 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 it was so exciting for them so we'd all we had done short films together and then they were doing this feature and uh you know it was it was they were getting it done and dark sky had picked it up and i was like you know this is this is it you know it, it was like now it's our turn and um you know we we, we were trying to do it and they were helping us you know, with the Kickstarter, but it was like, uh, you know, they had Chuck Palahniuk on their Kickstarter, like oh, offering right. perks and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, you know, I remember them showing us like Chuck Palahniuk was like responsible for like 35,000 of what they raised. Oh, wow. There. Yeah, yeah. So, and, we, and it was, uh, it, it uh, I was like, uh, you know, was, everyone would watch our, our, uh, at the time it was called the events surrounding a peeping Tom. So it was a really long title, and people were like, oh, the title's really long. <laughs> and uh, like, wow, it's such a fascinating concept, but it, it just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't clicking for people. So that Kickstarter failed miserably. And then in 2000 uh, something, 2000, <laughs> a little more recently, we we had found an investor. Uh, this woman, she owns a bunch of medical uh, marijuana facilities, so Hell she yeah. wanted to invest. Um, you know, she, you know, there's a whole thing. It was a great budget, 1.5 million, and then uh, we got our friend John, and we're, we're, we're moving and shaking. It's like, oh, you know, it's the dream is finally happening. <coughs> and then at the end of it, just when we were entering in, in into pre-production, reel and location scouting, she was like. You know she wanted to uh, uh change the terms of it oh, she of wanted to, so she she thought that it was our destiny to be together um in a relationship and uh so i was like wow this is um no no oh <laughs>
2: moving the goal and, you know to it's, it's, law it's law.
1: hard Like, you just want to make the fucking movie. Like, you want to make anything, but especially this movie. We just want to make it so bad. I was like, oh my God. But everyone else was like, yeah, dude, get out of there. So, again, it broke our heart. And then, (laughs) you know, it it would break my heart. And then I'd be like, fuck this. Like, this, I'm never going to do this movie. Forget it. Then, like, time would go by. Like, I got to. So, um, yeah. And then, uh in in 2000 uh it was uh, 21 there i was like everyone read this script and tell me what you think and we all loved it of course and i was like i really want to do this movie and i know it's like you know it's going to be for you know chump change but yeah. like you know little blood sweat and tears and and stuff so that's yeah, that's yeah. what that's what it is now and, and hannah she way back in the in the day there like 2013 uh she was originally going to play like the 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 main character opposite me of rowan in it um and then in 2021 i was like you know do you want to do want to direct it so uh she did so oh, yeah yeah, yeah. That's-, that's so cool how about Felissa you-
2: rose very- um sh- sh- She's so lovely, Phyllis Rose. I've met her at a convention over here in the UK, and she's such a lovely... But She's so lovely to me. How did she become involved in it as well?
1: Uh, <laughs> I met Phyllis uh, on, um, <laughs> on a movie in... Movie. On a movie in 2001, maybe. Yeah. Called Nikos the Impaler. Oh, okay. Which is, okay. Yep. I mean, maybe... It's 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 a definitely a contender for worst movie of all time. <laughs> it, it doesn't even register as a movie. Like it, it's not even a movie. It's just kind of like oh a weird <laughs> unfortunate thing that happened. Yeah. But uh I met her there. Um and I was in acting school. I was in acting school and my friend, Marcus Cook was like, I'm coming to New York, I'm doing the effects for this German splatter director's first American movie. I was like, oh, I got to get in there. And uh, he's like, all right, uh, I'll, I'll see if they, they'll, uh, they'll let you audition. I was like, please. And uh, he came back and he was like, yeah, they said you can play uh, a cop named Cole. And I was like, awesome, man, like this is my big break. Like, I need to go back to acting school. This is fucking it. Not even really thinking. They had no idea what I looked like. No idea if I could act. Uh, mm-hmm. They just gave me a part. I didn't think about that. So I showed up, you know, a few days later to the set and um, it was in a, I think Belmore, New York, and they gave me a blue work shirt and pants and then they stapled a paper NYPD badge <laughs> to my my sleeves, stapled it. Um, That's funny. <laughs> I gave that a hat and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean it's just a a, a a wildly, wildly awful movie. Written by Ted Gagan, who who has gone on to, you know, he he uh he directed uh We Are Still Here and uh Mohawk and you know he he does stuff like uh yeah I think he co-wrote Panic Panic, maybe. Um anyway, no 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 trace of any skill or talent in the <laughs> That's not where I met. And, um, you know, in it, the costume department years, as well. 60 years later, we were together on uh, a, nun, a Killer Nun movie oh, uh, yes. called A Nun's Curse, I think. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was a reunion. And, uh, you know, she helped produce dark circles and i was like do you want to play this this part in it which is uh this kind of um what was a doctor doctor winters which is, is kind of a, a kooky um uh, kind of hypnotherapist part okay okay that and, sounds uh, interesting you know, i was like this a serious role this is a serious movie you know this is not whatever the hell it is you've been doing uh, all these years, you know, it's like let's make better movies together. Um, so that was the intention here with that. So, you know, it's 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 a, it's a big part that she's in there, and it's it's uh, you know, it's, it's heavy stuff. It's a great movie, though. I'm really really happy with it. I can't wait. Where, where are you at? Is it is it have you finished? Have you wrapped some
2: filming now? Is it is it kind of ready to
1: go? I mean, it's, filmed, it, uh, it's it's in it's finishing up post production, so it's oh, picture yeah. locked uh the score is being finished alexander taylor's doing the score he's, he's wonderful um and you know it's, it's being colored and then it, it'll come out this year well that's awesome. right i love nice.
2: that I, I love how you it was just a big passion project of yours and you just kind of fought for it fought for it fought for it and you finally got it you know to the stage where it's in you know production and stuff i love
1: that man i think that's, that's awesome it's uh and that, yes yes and that it's good because i'm, I'm kind of tough uh i don't um i don't love everything i work on and i, I don't have a problem hiding from things that i don't like <laughs> that worked on so it, it really that it can't because it was not an easy movie i wouldn't say that shooting it was particularly fun even though it was a great group really a group of people i like you know it was it was a. Uh, it was us and, and, and the uh, the fuzz on the lens guys. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 and helped us out with that. You know, the the, the whole crew was on there. Um, so and all the fucking terrifier t-shirts. And just <laughs> yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> and then we had the softball scene in dark circles, and it was like a it was like an ongoing joke. I'm like, tomorrow is no. Terrifier Tuesday. I don't want to see a single fucking Terrifier. <laughs> <day. laughs> I love that movie. And uh, I was like, "You guys, you guys gotta, you're gonna, you're gonna have to play softball like the crew." Um, and they all wore fucking Terrifier shirts. Oh, of course. I'm like, "Oh great, <laughs> now I got go David Leone and get the fucking rights to Terrifier." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're just
0: gonna be, uh, you're gonna be art number two. you Gonna go up against uh, David
2: yeah oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. man we we was watching the mutilated mutilator 2 trailer um earlier on today and there's someone in there dressed as art
1: the clown as well <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> can't get away from yeah. him at the minute there's,
1: there's there's a bunch of uh licensed characters that that show up in that yeah. party in fact i had my uh my my devil costume from haunt oh hell yeah um yes and i i I I suited up and I was gonna sneak into the party, but then I was like, ah, you know what? Like, this is a little cringe. Fuck this! Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I we we saw Art show up there.
2: Man, of you you saying you saying that you don't enjoy every movie that you work on? Please tell me you enjoyed working on Horn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that movie so much, man.
1: It's such uh, a was, great. Movie. Uh, was was you know. Like, I, people ask, you know, what it was like, you know, on Strangers, what it was like on Haunt. And they were very close yeah. together. And, you know, it was like Fantasy Camp. It was just yeah. it wonderful. It was a wonderful group. Those two movies were filmed, you know, within five minutes of each other oh, geographically. Wow. wow. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Both, so it was mostly the same crew. It was the same DP. Wow. Um, okay. Who's not from that area? He's from New York. Uh, he's brilliant, um, but yeah, I mean, they just they they the, the my very close friend of mine, John Wagner, produced those movies, and you know they just brought Ryan back for that. But that was like eighty percent same crew on both those movies, so it was already kind of like a family affair, and uh, and the casts of both those things were both those movies were you know just. Really enjoyable people, was just yeah. very lucky to do that. And then I did Wrong Turn, it's the same thing. The Wrong Turn was filmed very near those other movies, it was much of the same crew. John was producing it, and it was like, Hey, we're back at it! Wow, that's, that's crazy. So cool, I love
2: that. So we, yeah, look at from people like fans from the outside don't know any of that, do they? They just see the movies, you know, they're, yeah. they're kind of that goes on in the inside like that that's 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 really great what were your feelings like yeah. when you when you made hawks I, I am such a big fan of horn uh no, yeah. <laughs> no, but you can't, See you we can't get action. it you can't buy have over here in the uk sorry have you seen the action figures oh yeah dude oh. i have Do you know what but again so i know they come out through trick or treat and i think they're not i don't know if i'm correct but they're not available until august but we tried to um, I tried to place an order and they're like, "Sorry, we don't ship to the UK." I'm like, "Oh, oh come dude, on. just let me know. I'll <laughs> pick it up for you, dude." <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Me? Nah, they're not shipping to the UK. I mean, I, I work, I do a lot of work in conventions and stuff, and I'm sure you know a lot of the, a lot of the, tr- the vendors um, get stuff imported from the US. So I know I'll come across them somewhere. But um, I'll pick it yeah, up for you. Like, just let on, me know. I
1: pre-order it right now.
2: I'll fly to the states and fucking buy them, man.
1: <laughs> you know, what's funny yeah. about the figure. And they're probably—I think I'm already on Trick or Treat Studio shit list. But uh, so they—they they, for like some reason haunt all the merchandise for Haunt. People reach out to me because <laughs> like, uh, cavity colors, uh, terror threads. Both have put out this brilliant, you know, um, line of Haunt apparel. Yeah. But like, they've always reached out to me to be like, hey, we'd love to do a Haunt, you know, line. You know, do, 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 you know, can you get us the merchandising rights? And I'm like, well, what are you asking me for? <laughs> <laughs> One person, a pass of 30. Uh well, I was like, yeah, I mean, of course. So, I like, like, Scott and Brian you know, started calling me the ambassador of haunt merchandise. Um, those hats, I did the mask, the masks that Trick or Treat I'll call Studios that. put out. I've got that. They had all the molds, except for the devil mold. Like, they didn't have the devil. And I had my screen-used mask at home. So they were like, could you send us your devil mask so that we could make, you know, copies of it? Yeah. So I I sent in the mask there. And then, uh, so they told me they were making haunt action figures. I was like, incredible. Like, I like, you know, that's another childhood thing, you know, I can wow. cross off. So action figures. And um, so they sent me the prototypes of them. And I was like, Oh, oh wow, that's really cool. Um, I was like, they're different. The figures. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why? And uh, they're like, oh, that's just you know the the way the sculptors made them. I was like, oh, that's uh, oh, that's really interesting. And he was like, is is there something wrong? <laughs> and uh, it was Justin Mabry. He's you know he's been wonderful. I was like, oh, nothing's wrong. Um, I was like, I, you know, just for a fun bit of trivia, like Devil and Zombie are shorter than ghost and clown and your figures there it like goes yeah isn't that how it is i was like that's not how it is at all i'm, I'm like yeah. a foot taller than ghost and clown and zombie is like six six <laughs> i was like yeah. so we are much taller than those other actors uh but your figures are the reverse of that He was like oh uh, all right well we'll fix it i was like no no i mean like when I was a kid, all action figures were the same size. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. Unless it was like, you know, Refrigerator Perry, G.I. Joe or something. Um, well, all the Star Wars figures. I was like, it's just, and if they were that, that's fine. But the, that you did make them different yeah, sizes. Different sizes was, yeah. yeah, right. But now I'm like, plainer, you know. And then they released the figures and or they put out the figures and they're still the same sizes. So, oh
0: damn it. Uh, we gotta have someone else go and, and fix that for you. I'm sure there's somebody out there that
1: will create like, the mold. Little, little, little platform shoes for the devil or something. Yeah, they should yeah, have yeah. Left you in charge. They should have left
2: you in charge of merchandising, man. They should have left you in charge of merchandising. <laughs>
1: well, I give notes. Take those notes.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's it man i'll let you ask some questions that's it i feel like i've got a long list there. and you have i'm Dustin, uh, sorry Damien. i know you've probably spoken about haunt so many times but i do have so many questions. Yeah, yeah, but dean but loves
0: that's... haunt so much he's got all the masks oh, upstairs um even his that's friend great. dan is obsessed with haunt i love haunt too don't get me wrong it's a great great film but like you've done so much more to talk about so it's like i i want to kind of oh, yeah dive into you know I'm dreaming of a white doomsday uh, how did that come about it's a shorter film it's very very dark very personal yeah and if you're a parent it hits really hard like me so I imagine like you reading that script was like wow this is this is crazy so how how did uh, that film come about
1: I just saw the director yesterday oh really um uh man what year was that that was uh 2017 that was before uh, you know it was it's really 2016 i think i had just moved to maine okay. so and then mike was like hey i'm doing a short film i'd like you to play the father in it and i was about to uh, quit acting or retire, really. Quit is the actual word. I said retire, but retiring, you know, suggests that you made some money off of it or something. Um, so I was, yeah, I'd had it. So Doomsday was going to be my last thing. Oh, uh, what a um, way to go out. Not that I hadn't done anything really of note prior to that, except for Nico St. Pillar. So, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll do it. It was a short film. So, I took the train to uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I filmed uh, the Doomsday thing. I would met Mike through an author named Brian Keene. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I thought he, was, you know, he was a funny guy, um, really deranged sense <laughs> of humor. So, yeah, I, I read it. I was like, oh, this is like, this is bleak. Yeah. This is bleak what's wrong with you so
0: uh <laughs> yeah, i was thinking I, the same thing while on. watching it i was like how could you write this
1: <laughs> i went out i did this short film and then uh it was like a couple of months went by and mike was like hey i i film so much i'm gonna make it into a feature and i was like wait well, i was in a feature film then yeah. he was like yeah yeah make." I was like where's my money bitch <laughs> you know uh, I was like yeah. I thought I was filming a short movie you know I'm doing a future getting my money I was like no no that's incredible yeah. like you, yeah. you've you shot enough footage that you you like that you, you know you're gonna make this into a, a whole thing so yeah I really had no idea I mean I'm not you know in it that much yeah. um, so I had no idea what was going on outside mm-hmm. of that you know, bunker um, until I saw it. I was like, wow, wow, this is really uh, upsetting. Um, And I did, I, I had, I had two kids, uh, I think at the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's how I wound up in that. And, uh, you know, we joke all the time about, um, you know, a cycle, what the father is doing out in yeah. the bunker you know outside the bunker in the world you know so uh yeah i do that so I, yeah i filmed that before but then that movie so i filmed doomsday i came back and i was like that's it i'm not gonna do anything again any more movies and i lived in maine so yeah. it's like the perfect place to never do another movie because like who the fuck is doing anything in maine um yeah and then i was just like i adopted a dog uh, oh, and yeah. I had my kids, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe I'll chop some wood or do some meanie things." And it was like three months, and then I, my friend John called, and he was like, "Hey, we're doing a you know sequel to The Strangers." I was like, "Oh, why?" Uh, and he was like, "You want to play the villain?" I was like, "No, I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm I quit. Like that's it." But uh, I did do it. Yeah, and then that was it. And I filmed The, the Strangers, uh, and that came out, and I think Doomsday came out a little after it.
0: Yeah, I imagine, so. too, also going into The Strangers, having to pick up a character that was already, you know, solidified in this this world, that must have been a, a bit challenging to kind of, you know, be like, okay, I kind of have to match the beats of this. I mean, you don't talk at all. Um, it's right. more about your movements or whatever. So I imagine it was probably a little bit easier than that end but what were some of the challenges of having
1: to um, pick up that mantle? I, I'm that, you know that <clears throat> that's a movie I'd seen in the, in the theater the, the first strangers of course it's, you know 10 years past. Um, so when they asked me to do it um, you know and I met with the director Johannes, I was like you know is this is this the same strangers is it the same characters? He said, "Yes, it is." So we all revisited the original movie. Yep. But I mean, I I mean, I love the I love the movie. I think it's it's masterful. And part of that mastery is, you know, Bertino kind of uses the strangers, you know, like little strategic. You know, you don't see them really too much. Yeah. they're just are they. Around or you know so, so but you know within that there really isn't much to go off of um because you don't see much of them all you really do is you see the guy walk and sit and i could already walk and sit so uh <laughs> <Let's hope> so. <laughs> so you know walking and sitting is, is you know second nature to me um so yeah i mean you know, the costume was kind of the same as baggy, you know, corduroy thing. And, and I wanted that slow moving kind of play with your food type of, type of deal. Um, <clears throat> in pray at night, what I liked about pray at night is that um, it does kind of start off in that manner, but then the, the, the game changes, the tables kind of get turned yeah. and the man kind of loses his shit for half a second there. Um, so I like those little things in there but yeah I mean you know I took what y- you could from the original it's not much yeah um, I mean it's not like a complex character really the kind of the fun thing about doing stuff like pray at night or or haunt or this freaking psychotic thing I'm filming now um, is that the, the challenge is in within like finding anything to kind of make it your own or make it interesting and not make it like yeah you know Mason in whatever or something like that so um yeah but you know I wasn't like it. never to me I was never like oh people are gonna hate me because it's not the same guy in the suit you know I was like i've grown up with horror movies it's always someone different yeah exactly it's like never the same face uh jason's were changing all the time we're getting new james bonds you know so it was like
0: yeah. uh, you know it's
1: not freddie
0: exactly i do have to say so, that um compared to the original i i think you are way scarier at prey and night this year presence on screen i mean talking about the pool scene like that alone is crazy, and then you being burned, and then still going, and then going even more, and it's like, you are relentless. You're menacing, and I... But a lot of people hate I love... A I lot th- of people... I'm sorry, but I like Pray at Night way more than you. Just because of your performance, because of how crazy it is. Every time you're on screen, I, I get chills, and it was... Such a roller coaster oh, good, good. and i uh, loved it so, it
1: was awesome just fun i've ever done with that movie
0: yeah that was awesome thank nice. you <laughs> no thank you for putting on an amazing performance and you know proving that you can do crazy shit on screen oh, and survive dude, I, anything
2: <laughs> i i feel the same about the devil character you know like when i when i very first saw horn um and, I was, and, and the devil character absolutely scared the shit out of me man I was like, if I actually come across someone like that in real life, I'd be fucking terrified. And I, you know, I love scare attractions, I love haunts, I love scare mazes. But that character was so evil, like just all the the eyes, the black eyes, and just the, the mouth, like kind of tattooed on. And you know, I was just like, that is one scary dude. <laughs> and the voice, the real kind of low voice, man, which is kind of almost like your voice, where you've got a really deep voice, but almost kind of down, you know, turn, you know, lower, lower, and. More evil, well, and that
1: sorcery. was uh, I, I don't know if you uh, I, I don't know if the information is out there, um, but I mean, I was going to make uh, you know, I was playing with voices for the devil, and then um, they put the this mouthpiece in to blacken out my teeth and just kind of hollowed out my voice a little, oh, you man. know, yeah, just. Oh, what is going on right now? So it was like, who's Sir? I was like, oh my God. So, you know, everyone thinks it's like been altered in post production, but I was like, that's just how I sounded while we were doing oh, it. Wow. like oh, I had this goofy, okay. this goofy black mouth thing in. So wow. it was funny. Cool. What was like uh, of- As everyone knows, I also do the voice of Harper's father in the movie. Oh, really? In the bedroom scene. Oh wow! Oh, I, didn't uh, I didn't know that. Uh, I know, I know. No, because there I was like, oh, you don't have to credit me. You know, it'll just be a fun Easter egg. But then no one knows, so I'm like pissed off, and I have to fucking tell it. Well,
0: everybody will know <laughs> <But> now. <laughs>
1: we were, yeah, we were filming the bedroom scene, and you know, because it's, so, you know, it's a flashback, and a father's legs are walking around, and it turns into my legs, and it was a whole timing thing. And there's all that dialogue you know there's like the friends talking because she's hearing so like brian the director was like walking through the paces to get the timing going and reading all the dialogue he was like i can't do this he's like, gaming will you just read all the dialogue and walk it so i you know i was i'm just reading all the friends dialogue and then reading the father's dialogue and then landing into my thing you know like let's take off your mask and um like they were like having so much fun like me reading everything and they were like will you just do the father's voice as well so i was like yeah of course of course so yeah that's that's how that wound up happening that's wow. so funny man when i watch
2: it again i'm gonna li- really listen out for that there was um <laughs> i, I, I listening to an interview that you did as well like i think way back when and he said there was there was a scene that you was really sad to see go that never actually kind of made the final cut, um, where all the kind of evil characters are out in like a back area, kind of cleaning stuff up, and clowns right. uh, telling pe- people is that does that sound right? And then I think they like there's a couple of yeah, kind a, of the scene that I'm not
1: in, yeah, <laughs> oh,
2: man. and that's right. And they were saying like where's where's devil or something like that, and he's he's kind of a bit of a rogue character, that-
1: all in, but like. When I read the script, because when they called me to to do that, I think that because they called me in, uh, to like read for Ghost and Clown, right. and um, and I read the script and I was like, oh, I, I like, I think I'm the devil, and uh, for me, you know, like as an actor, I think you know, you, you read the the thing and it's like Ghost, you know, Mitch has more dialogue, you know, or any dialogue. So it's like, as an actor, you want to talk more and 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 all that shit. But for me, I was like, no, the like the devil is the alpha of this yeah, group. Sure, like yeah, he's the sure. one. That, you know, I think, um, I think when he dies, it changes everything. Harper becomes, you know, like, and she just starts knocking people off left and right. Uh, mm. But you know, that's the 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 the, the turn of the tides. There's when the devil goes down. But and then there was also a scene, and I think it's probably the only scene that was cut, as far as I know. Like nothing of mine was cut. Um, there was a thing we didn't film, which was me going down a slide after her. Um, and I remember them being like, All right, Damien, you're ready to go sliding? And I had the pitchfork in my hand. And I was like, the pitchfork come with me. And I'm like, Oh, you probably should go down the slide with the pitchfork. Like yeah. Dangerous. Yeah, uh, I was like, I'll just send it down first and yell points, and then come down after it. But then, so we didn't film it. Uh, yeah, but so there's a scene in the script of like them cleaning up, and you know the clown, you know, because the clown's really the leader. Um, so he finds a script, so a uh, uh, script he finds a receipt, and he's like reaming out the vampire guy. And you know he's he's trying to you know because it's, it's a shoddy operation they keep yeah. moving around so it's like take care of everything and there's like receipt lying around and so he flips out and uh, you know there's there's still a couple of uh, there's a straggler there's a couple of stragglers it's, you know uh, Will whatever his character's name is uh, Nathan uh, and and and, um, and Katie and you know Clowns like where you know. Are they, you know, yeah. trying to figure out where they are? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, and they were trying to figure out where my character was. And it was yeah. like, you know, he's like this rogue entity who doesn't show up to the meetings. He like just yeah. keeps doing doing. And it's like no one wants to go challenge him. Yeah. You know, like, get your ass in here. We're having a, you know, it's a company meeting. Uh, <laughs> we're having a safety <laughs> meeting. You, you gotta show up. It's oh, just yeah. like, I'm not you gonna know. be to to of the fucking one the to show up, so it was like that kind of thing, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is a scene I love because I mean, I'm not in it, but it shows to me that like he's the motherfucker yeah. that nobody wants to mess yeah, around exactly. with."
2: Yeah, he. I so. always kind of like because I always for to me, I felt like De- you know, when he's like say who's the leader of that kind of group. I always kind of felt like it was Devil at first. Yeah, like same. Devil to me. He was the badass man. I guess it was clown, right? But Devil to me just seemed like he was the yeah uh,
1: the clowns. You know, he's the you know the he's the little boss. You know, calling the shots. And, yeah, and uh, <coughs> which is great. The guy the guy that plays clown. Justin is is such a such a like a fun quirky kind of guy. He's like not menacing at all. It's like the least menacing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then when he did his voice, I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "How did you even summon that out of your body?" He was like doing a yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, he's great. Did Trick or Treat get the size
2: of his figure right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the tallest one uh, in the. Right. Oh wow! Like he's <laughs> a- well, he's been friends with the directors. You know, like yeah. childhood friends. I think they gave him a little bit, but I mean, the guy who plays zombie Skyler, yeah. who is in the Guinness Book of World Records for being set on fire the most amount of times on screen, I think. Wow. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, he, he did things for wrong turn. He I mean, he's like 6'6 or something. He's just a tall guy. So, uh, yeah, his figure should be like Chewbacca next to, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: The next, uh, the new Uh, I'm oh, drawing a blank right
0: now, so all right. Uh, Dean, if you have any more questions, go ahead and, and shoot it. Yeah, a
1: couple. man,
2: I do. I do. I won't, we won't keep you forever. I could, I could talk to you about Horn all day, but i um, just <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. How did you become involved in that? Are you much of a gamer
1: and what role are you voicing? Is it- uh, I, 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 I'll I, tell you, you guys are keeping me from playing uh, Dark Tide. Right. Video. Right. Uh, I've been playing Vampire no, I am Survivors. A <laughs> I am a gamer. Uh, I, uh, I'm very nerdy. Yeah. Uh, I, Not you know, nothing wrong with things. that. Um, that's what I say. But now, you know, like I, I, I was on Twitter the other day and someone took a poll and was like, "Any uh, anyone know gamers over 45? I was like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I was like, that's offensive. Like like, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to sit in a rocking chair and, and what like, yeah. I'm supposed to be a red lobster at four, four PM eat my, my dinner? Like fuck you. Um <laughs> What was the question? Oh text chance up. Yeah, so um I am a, a a gamer there, but uh I guess from what I've heard, I was at a convention. Which may have been Mad Monster, I think. (laughs) No, it was Texas. I was at Texas Frightmare, so it makes Texas. Um, And Ronnie Hobbs was uh, Gun Gun Media, the 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 company behind Friday Thirteenth game and Texas Chainsaw game. I think Mm -hmm. they were there, and they a panel that I was doing there, uh, and I was by myself and just blabbing Mm -hmm. away. And I think Ronnie was like, "Oh, you gotta get in here and, and listen to this guy. Like, this is this is Johnny. This is like this is how Johnny talks. This is the <laughs> character. Like, we gotta get this guy in the game." So they had uh, they had like grabbed me in the hallway after like after one of the convention like Saturday night, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're from uh, you know Gun Gun uh, Studios." I was like, "Oh shit." Like and immediately I was like Friday the 13th. I was right. like, Are "You kidding me?" I, and I, all that's I, so all I wanted to do was I. I just immediately started talking about Friday the 13th because I had so many stories about playing Friday the 13th. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we talk to you about this this game we're developing right now, like making." I was like, "You want to talk to me?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Why?" And they're like you know, did you I was like, "Why?" I was like, "I got, like." Uh, the only thing anyone knows me from is movies i don't fucking say a word in. like why would you want me to do the voice of a, and i was like oh, what game is it they were like wow well, oh wow yeah uh, and we're in texas so i was like yeah oh, wow so um yeah That's i was it. like they so they wanted to talk to me about it but like they were like yeah we'll 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 reach out to you so like I think there was like two months or something in between, and I kept like I, I was like I want to play it cool, but I was like just fucking reach out to me. Yeah, yeah. And then I was I was going to be at Mad Monster, and they're like, hey, uh, we'd like to take you out after one of the the nights. So I was like, let's do it. And uh, you know they were like, hey, there's this nice restaurant, this nice restaurant. I was like, is there a cracker barrel? So oh, I made yeah. them take me to Cracker uh Yeah, we went there and talking and they were, you know, will you do this game? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, it's a horror. It's horror. Video games? Like, do I pay you? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, easy, easy, easy. No brainer. No brainer. Man. Uh, That's awesome. So, yeah, I went and recorded all the dialogue. There's a lot of dialogue. And I just, I like, I'm just in absolute love with that company which is based in kentucky and I, you know i, I just i went there I, their studio is like fucking nerds dream you know they get friday 13 shit all over the place they don't turn the lights on that's all awesome. uh, which is all I, in my years of school is not to turn the fucking lights on um yeah. they have like four four day you know four you know they work like four days a week and they're making incredible shit they like care they, you know it's like it's it's wonderful and i was like i need to be in every game you make please now so uh
0: yeah new career voice actor there you
1: go (laughs) yes yeah i don't know if i'll be able to play a game but because i don't like to listen to myself so that'll be interesting let's play a different character Right. you uh, You got, you got
2: to... a great voice, man. you got, you got an awesome voice, man. You, yeah. I'll, I'll play it. I'll, we'll, I'll play it. Yeah, Dean, <laughs> we'll play it together, man. And, we'll, and then we'll get
0: yeah. Damien on and we all three of us can play. <laughs> and then we can see if we can fight Damien. How
2: about that? I think that's we'll the thing. Like, people just, just hate this fight hate the sound of their own voices. Like, I remember reading a thing of, like Roger Daltrey from The Who's, like, I fucking hate the sound of my own voice. I was like, you kidding? You're yeah. Roger Daltrey, man. <laughs> you know, everyone hates the sound of their own voice, then not they? But, um, but yeah, dude, you've you got an amazing voice. You'd be a great voice actor.
1: I'm such a trash talker now. So if people know it's me and I'm just going to be shit talking people, like that's not, especially because Friday 13th, I was such a terrible Jason. I was so bad as Jason <laughs> in that. If I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I'll see. I'll say. <laughs> uh, Dean, if you have another question, you can throw it there, and then um, I'll do the closing one if you would wish.
2: Oh yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, the only thing I think I wanted to ask you about was I-, I follow you on Instagram, and who the hell bought you that yellow jumper <laughs> with the bears on it? There's a there's a picture of you when you were younger, and you're wearing this like. Uh, bright, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's so well, funny, man. I know uh,
2: that's—I know that's a ridiculous question, but I was like, "Wow!" And you look—you look like you're about to kill someone, like holding a machete. What
1: is, it, is a jumper like a one-piece thing? It's just it's like a, a, a really news. long shirt.
2: Yeah. Oh, is it a shirt? Is it? It's like a yellow thing with like f- f- colored yeah, bears yeah, it's on it. Kind of, like, <laughs> <on. laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah man. I don't know. You're you're holding a machete. <laughs> right. So I, we're, we're so. I know where it is. It's in Brian Dewey's house, and I. It's probably around 1994, um, and we used to film movies. We filmed Friday the 13th sequels, oh, which all right. we Henson thought we were going to. So, uh, yeah, I mean that would explain the machetes that we would make movies all the time. Me and Brian, who wrote Dark Circles and, and all this stuff. Um, so I don't know where the shirt came from, though. Oh, I, actually, I'm pretty it. sure where the shirt came from. I think it came from the Tri-County Flea Market, That's which crazy. is where we hang out. But I don't know why I'm wearing it, because I, was ne- I would never buy a Grateful Dead shirt.
2: It's so funny, man. It's such a contrast, because you look scary as hell, and you're holding a machete, and then you're just wearing this really like loud shirt. <laughs> uh, it made, it made I, me laugh, when I... Saw it, I was like, <laughs>
1: much. Like, I'll just wear whatever people give me. Like, well, I mean, I have a carry shirt on right
2: now. I was going to say, what's the shirt you're wearing now? Is that a carry shirt? I can see the bucket of blood So it, I, it would... it, I don't know. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice, nice. nice. Cool, Dustin, you take hell it. Yeah. Right hell yeah. Well, I guess yeah, for right. us to,
0: uh, you know, kind of end this, the last thing I want to ask, since the trailer is now released, did react to it. Damien, can you speak about anything about mutilator 2? I know when we talked previous you said oh it's not much to talk about now but now that people are getting you know their beak sweat a little bit what can you talk about
1: um,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah nothing <laughs> well it's uh it's a thing it's, yeah <laughs> it's um it was uh it's it's uh it was a good time filming it.
2: Hell yeah. Um, Is there an actual release date for it yet? We just saw 2023. They didn't actually have a date for it. Is it going to be back in the I year? Know. I don't know.
1: I can tell you that I uh, I uh, I kind of suckered Terry Kaiser into being in it, Um, who was in dark circles with me. Bernie from Weekend at Bernie. Um, wonderful, wonderful character actor and very good friend of mine. Um, but I was like I'm gonna be on the beach for like two months filming this fucking mutilator movie like you should be in it too that way we <laughs> just hang out in the beach fishing so he did it um, yeah it was it was, uh, it was a lot of fun it was uh, you know buddy cooper the original director yeah. and uh, uh, some some friends some old friends were in it Cheney from haunt is in it and uh, Ghost, ghosty Chaney? Yeah, man. Yeah, let's get on the show, man. I don't know what, what 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 is it you're looking for.
0: Um, I just didn't know if there was anything that you could talk about uh, as to like you, um, getting onto the project or any hints as to what your character is. I know that you look like you're some sort of detective uh, or anything like that. I just want to know if we're kind of spot on with that. Uh, I am a detective in it. His what
1: name is people? Columbo um let's see uh what else um bells can you hear the bells <laughs> <coughs> and a gun uh, um I don't know what else to it's very uh I guess how I got involved is um yeah when I did strangers pray at night um the New York Times, and put out a review of it and crucified it. Um, but the fucking critic said that we ripped off the mutilator. Really? And, well, like we, we had fun reading the shitty reviews of it. It's like the New York Times reviewing the slasher movie. How's it going to go? So I was like, the mutilator? It's like, How did we rip off the fucking mutilator? And for, yeah, it's for completely different months, I'm like, what the fuck? And then we did a screening of the pray at night at the pool. it was filmed in Kentucky and Ann Hale came there and I knew her. She had run like the mutilator shop. She was friends with Buddy Cooper and and uh, she brought me this really cool fall break like lobby oh, Sandy. Cool. Post. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. She was like, yeah, and I was like, you know, they said we ripped off the mutilator. Was like she was like, Oh, it's the pool because there's a pool in the mutilator. I was like, That's <laughs> how we ripped the mutilator, is that we, <laughs> yeah, that one scene, <laughs> okay? Like, and I'm, I'm supposed to believe someone from the New York Times has seen the mutilator, like, what's going on? So, uh, at that point, she had told me they were doing a sequel to the mutilator, and I was like, What um i was like it's been four years how but uh yeah and then buddy cooper reached out to me and i thought it was a prank (laughs) um and then they sent me the script i was like wow this is crazy crazy so i was like i I guess i gotta do it hell yeah Mm. i was trying picky and choosy but about stuff but i mean i had three copies of the mutilator on vhs and I had like a standee from the 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 video store in my room so it was like i'm not much for nostalgia like it doesn't you know drive me to do anything but that one i was like i got it so yeah and then uh it got pushed for covid and then uh yeah and then it, 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 it happened
0: and now you're doing um other stuff. Are you were were you shooting for the mutilator last night? Are you guys still wrapping up things? Mutilator- or is it all done.
1: Mutilator is done. Oh, it's all right. Right now I'm doing a movie called The Skeleton. Oh. Um, more projects. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. The Skeleton. Uh which is uh a <coughs> pretty berserk movie. He's got a cool cast. That's um me. <laughs> uh <laughs> Shawnee Smith. Um, Bruce Dern, uh, Taryn Manning, and uh, Tyrese Gibson. Oh, wow! Yeah. Uh, and, uh, oh,
2: wow,
1: that's crazy. so uh, yeah, yeah, Shawnee. That's you know, for blob fans, and who's Harry Crum and stuff, and saw wow. fans, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's that's what we're doing now. Uh, it's uh, it's a slasher movie. Of course, and Thank I love you. Slashers. Like,
0: slashers is like my favorite skulls. genre. <laughs> what,
1: what is this song being played? You hear this?
0: Uh, I don't what think, do think anything's being picked up right now, which I guess is a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is quite lovely. It's quite lovely. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what we're doing now, the skeleton. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Uh, and it's <laughs> Slasher. I have a mask. Uh, okay. Created by Howard Berger, uh, Oscar winner. Oh, How wow. them. That's awesome. K&B, you know, Nicotero, uh, Kurtzman and Berger.
2: Oh, I met Nicotero um, a, a couple of weeks back. I met uh, Nicotero. He was over here in Manchester. We met him. Um, he's a he's a cool dude. Yeah. Oh, he's a legend. They're all legends, yeah. those
1: guys. Yeah. Howard uh, what...
2: Berger was over here as well, actually. He was doing a signing at a Forbidden Planet store. I missed that. I missed Howard Berger, but uh, got to hang out with nicotero for like two days so that was that was cool oh yeah that's good
1: well he's got free time now the walking Dead is on.
0: yeah so you're so uh, going to all the conventions that you possibly can probably right now until the next thing comes along
1: yeah
2: yeah Damien, I mean, have you got any plans to come over to the uk for any conventions man i'd love to see you at a convention one day i i i really? always, I, make, I make my own horror theme hot sauce right so i'm always i'm a vendor Uh, uh, Comic cons and horror cons. And I'm always, whenever they announce guests, I'm like, come on, Damien Maffei, man, come on, Damien. So it'd be be
1: great. Yeah, you know, conventions and I, I, you know, I I have a kind of a, well, first first of all, what you should know about me is that like I never shut up. So my mouth is always getting me in trouble because I I keep speaking (laughs) the truth that's why i can't talk about movies i don't like <laughs> that's because I, I i'm always getting myself <laughs> but like conventions. i used to go to conventions as just a fan like the first fangoria convention stuff. So. Yeah. and uh i do i definitely have now being on the other end of it i have a kind of a love hate thing going on with them um right. i love talking Horror nerds about movies. Like, that's all I want to do. But there's like such ugliness otherwise. Mm -hmm. Uh, politics, shit, like business and the agents and all that stuff. Yeah. Really like stuff that just makes my skin crawl. Yeah. And, um, so, and I'm kind of like a temperamental, you know, wacky guy. So, like, I'll be like, I'm never doing another one of these again. But I'm like, I miss it. Like, I miss talking to people about Mm -hmm. this shit. And, it's like, oh, I do have, you know, because like the Texas Chainsaw game is going to come out, and they they would like me to to show up and, and push it, and oh yeah, I want to, and Dark Circles too, like I want to spread the word about that kind of thing. So yeah. uh yeah, never say never. I do them. I just don't want to deal with that bullshit. Like, just yeah, yeah. Like, let And it's a lot. like the same, I don't know how it is over there like exactly, but the conventions here is just the same fucking guests over and over again. Yeah.
2: It's
0: yeah.
2: kind
1: of like we get we get
2: I don't know, they kind of try to mix it up. I mean, I've only been doing them for about three or four years, and obviously you had a pandemic kind of in the middle of that. So yeah. um there were a lot there were kind of <laughs> quite a lot of guests on repeat for a while, but we do one in Manchester called For the Love of Horror, which is a really, really, really good horror convention. And they they always get some really kind of out the box guests, which I love. Like they had like the Killer Clowns guys, they had um, all the, most of the Fright Night cast, the guy Chris um, Dog Soldiers. Yeah, they always get they
1: always kind of get a lot of out the box guests. Are- not- well, I, I've seen that. Like I've not seen guests for that. I just oh, saw they, some they, they had the whole conven- uh, almost the whole cast uh, like a reunion. Convention announced uh, the guy from uh, Dead Alive. You know or brain dead, whichever oh you know, right yeah, yeah that's cool yeah yeah that's yeah yeah like i i want to i want to be there for that um yeah. yeah no i mean definitely some you know very cool guests out there and stuff you know like i i just did scare fest in kentucky and um you know there's a lot of the same people but lance henriksen was there and i was like oh, man oh, that's awesome
2: yeah he's lovely man i met him before he's a really and nice guy
1: in the world i don't know if i am but i'm uh, close uh, <laughs> i do have a watch that corporal hicks wears in the yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. awesome yeah uh, uh, psycho, psycho pulse meter okay yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. um but yeah look like lance you know i was like yeah. thank you uh, but yeah you know and I'll see like on a lot of the groups the the fans requesting the same people over and over again it's like oh you gotta bring back you know uh, you know, Candy Candy Cane we love Candy Cane we want her back it's like <laughs> she's been there for years
0: Yeah, yeah. just
1: meet up at a fucking coffee shop yeah
0: yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that's the best way to do it uh, yeah. People just need to start requesting more people and gaming, I'd love to see you at um, there's a, a horror fest that's close to me that's starting to get um a little bit bigger other than it's doing like films is um, Salem Horror Fest. I'm I live in Massachusetts, so Salem's about forty five uh, minutes away I, from me. That'd be awesome to see you there.
1: I live in Massachusetts. What are we doing? Do you really? Yes I do. Of course I do. Yes. Okay. I just I was in Salem in October. I was at um I the past two years in a row I've done uh, Silver Moon comics and collectibles. How the and, fuck uh, did I miss that? <laughs> I don't what know. The fuck? All right, we're gonna do I a meetup. Know. <laughs> Sam, I'm coming. Uh, <laughs> I'm ten minutes away from Salem. Uh yeah, I, I to, to, wow. Haunt played at, at you know Cinema Salem. Uh yep. not this year. Yeah. Because they were running that stupid hocus pocus movie. But uh the year before that. They uh, they had haunt there, and I I I went there and I screened haunt and did a Q and A for eight people or whoever showed up. Damn, how did I miss uh, all of this
0: stuff? I got to reach out to Kay now. Oh my god, Do you, are you, you in contact with Kay Lynch at all? She's the um the festival festival director, at film horror fest. I
1: don't know Joe Mangarano, which is not how you say his last name, but I. Just gonna go with it. Uh he has like Joe's House of Horror on uh, on Facebook and he he is a, a podcast. He he is uh sometimes he will book guests at the Silver Moon comics and collectibles. Like the kid from Hocus Pocus was there.
0: Yeah, he was there um last year, yeah.
1: After- so you knew about the kid from Hocus Pocus, but not me. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, Damien. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and and I was no, sitting in the corner
2: for a while and then just put you <laughs> I'm on guessing routine. maybe you, you probably know Alex as well from Screenbox, um, broke horror fan. Oh, how was his... Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, Alex, uh, he, Benziana. Alex, he and, uh, he's an on set photographer for Dark Circles.
0: Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, Alex, uh, actually, the whole Screenbox crew, um, for most of them, like, um, Alex and Brandon are actually pretty good friends of uh, our show. We do a lot of coverage for Screenbox. And, uh, yeah. Alex, I just met up with him at, um, at the the monster expo um a couple months ago so we just met up so damien now we gotta meet we got we gotta get the trio <laughs> together let's let's create some shit <laughs> let's do it
1: i yeah i love Alex. yeah he was uh really glad he came down yeah he was on dark circles so uh he's got some good pictures out there and uh yeah yeah no we can meet up i will be back in uh massachusetts <laughs> Uh, like the fifteenth or sixteenth,
0: something like that. Oh wow. I think I know. Um, yeah. Salem Horror Fest is in April. You should just come on down. I think it's April twentieth through the thirtieth. Dean will be <laughs> there. Um, so he's coming over from the UK to go and do some stuff at the fest, and we're also sort of planning something there. So maybe I can. Well, <laughs> I'll talk about that, this um, off air. Like, I'll ask you a question happen- off air.
1: It's happening ten minutes away from me, and, and, and like they're right. not calling me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's let's do it all right Have a word, man. You
1: go travel and room because i'll just go home
0: yeah let's let's freaking do this man so we'll meet up and um and whatnot and and i'll chat a little bit more about a couple of things with you um once we end this but damien it was awesome having you on and realizing that you are super close to me which is always weird to find yeah. out with some of these guests um and you know you know watching your your films and and seeing you brutalize people is super fucking fun and i don't want you to ever stop whether it's in video game (laughs) form or real life in films um it's great
2: dean as always it's
0: awesome having you here and and enjoying all this with me
2: oh definitely man i'm so pleased that our first guest of the year was the fucking devil from man. yeah (laughs) and all the other wonderful characters that you play as well man but yeah thanks so much for uh Agreeing to come on and, and chat to us, man.
1: Yeah, well, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for uh, having me on.
2: Yeah, it was, it was great. And everybody, happy New Year to
0: everybody who you know remembered it was New Year's, <laughs> and everybody who uh, enjoyed I the did holidays. Find-
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. I don't. <laughs> that helps. It's just. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Damien, for being here, and we will talk to everybody and see everybody. Later.